Welcome to Todd Talks, where I help you design your best life. You are in control of what you become. This is Todd Talks, and I'm Todd Andrewson, your host. And today, I have a special episode for you. It's episode 25, and I'm calling it, Don't Bash Your Head Into the Wall Without a Helmet. Okay, I'm not really calling it that. I wanted to call it that, but apparently on the title scale, that was far less appealing than the current one. Now, I know you get disappointed, just like I get disappointed. Do you remember what was your last big disappointment? I remember one that was huge. For my entire flying career, I wanted to fly the C-21. If you don't know what that is, it's a Learjet, a business jet used to fly distinguished visitors around. I wanted this assignment. For 10 years, I wanted this assignment. It was a sought-after position, and you were lucky if you got it. Then, about 10 years ago, I received notification of assignment via email, and not only was I going to fly the C-21, but I was going to Germany to fly the C-21. I'd tried my entire career to get stationed in Germany. You see, German was the first language I ever learned outside of English. I love German history, and the landscape is breathtaking. Don't ask me why, but I've always had a fascination with Germany. Then... Two weeks after my receiving my notification of assignment, I received a simple email. I read five simple words that freaked me out and brought my level of stress and frustration way up. Those words, notification of cancellation of assignment. Yes, notification of cancellation of assignment. You heard that. No reason, no other information, just my dream assignment canceled. To say I was frustrated is an understatement. I was frustrated. I was bothered. I was in a panic to get a hold of anybody to give me information. I got a hold of my commander back in the States because I was deployed at the time, and it took him three days to get me an answer. Three days! Do you hear that? Three days. The rest is history. I didn't get that assignment. I've loved my career, and I love the way that my career has progressed, and I wouldn't change it for a bit. But those three days, I wish I would have known the information I'm going to share with you today. Had I learned these simple techniques, I wouldn't have been so frustrated and stressed. Now, before we get there, let me ask you a question. What is your signature frustration response? I know you have one. We all do. Mine used to be huffing and puffing and getting grumpier and grumpier with my patience becoming, let's say, shorter and shorter. Ask my wife. She always knows when I'm frustrated, even if I pretend like I'm not. So what's yours? Some typical responses include losing your temper, incessant bodily movement, such as tapping fingers constantly, and perpetual sighing. <sighs> Giving up, leaving, or running away from a situation. Feeling sad or anxious. Lacking self-esteem. Lacking self-confidence. Having trouble sleeping. Turning to drugs and alcohol. Bodily abuse. Starving oneself. Or irregular eating habits. In fact, long-term frustration can be hard on the body. Symptoms of long-term frustration can manifest in different ways. It can affect all aspects of your life, even your sleep patterns. 
Does any of this sound familiar? Because I know it does for me. Now, quoting from the grand font of all knowledge, Wikipedia, <laughs> Wikipedia says frustration originates from feelings of uncertainty and insecurity, which stems from a sense of inability to fulfill needs. If the needs of an individual are blocked, uneasiness and frustration are more likely to occur. Now, that gobbledygook basically is saying your needs aren't getting met and you're getting anxious, uneasy, and frustrated because of it. That's the layman's term. WebMD gives us an equally strong definition. Frustration is an emotional response to stress. It's a common feeling that everyone will experience in their life. Some people experience frustration in the short term, like a long wait in the grocery store. But for others, frustration can be long term. The stressor can vary according to the individual. But some common stressors that lead to frustration are stress at work, pursuing a goal that you cannot obtain, and trying to solve a problem that you cannot find a solution. The definition of frustration is the feeling of irritability or anger because of the inability to achieve something. Being in a constant state of frustration can lead to many problems in your life. If you continue pursuing a goal without any result, the frustration you feel can lead to other emotions that affect your well-being and mental health, such as loss of confidence, stress, anger, aggressive behavior, irritability, and depression. So you've felt it. You've been there. Maybe the house isn't clean when you get home. Maybe dinner is not done. Maybe you stubbed your toe. Maybe you got yelled at at work. Maybe you lost your entire week's or month's worth of work when your computer crashed. You've gotten stressed. No, really, you have. Maybe COVID-19 has kept you from working for the last year, or from seeing family, or hugging your grandparents, or attending a funeral, or a wedding, or a bat mitzvah, or, 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 you see what I'm doing? There are so many reasons that we get frustrated. We could, we just need to spend a moment, and you could probably think of 10 of them just from today. Now take a second, pause this podcast if you need to, and think about the things that frustrate you. Now, let's figure out what to do about it. Because as you change and grow, as you desire to change and grow, your standby method of hiding away, yelling, screaming, breaking things, getting depressed, and hating yourself and others doesn't work, never has, and never will. The normal reaction to frustration will hold you back and keep you from changing. Now, yesterday, I had a shift. I felt a shift when I had a disappointment. You see, instead of obsessing and getting frustrated in my normal way, rather than sulk, I reacted differently. Sulking has been my favorite method in the past. But I expressed one frustrated statement and then I let it go. And I began to look at options on how to improve my performance so that I wouldn't have the same disappointment be repeated. The shift is what I want to share. How to get to the shift. How to get through your blockage. How to react differently. In order to do that, you have to change your mindset. You see, frustration may lead to negative self-talk that spirals your thinking into negativity, 
leading to more aggressive behavior. A frustrated mindset can lead you to negative thinking, have negative thinking in other day-to-day aspects of your life, such as driving. Have you driven when frustrated? It can lead to aggressive decisions on the road, endangering yourself and others. I know I've not been the safest driver when frustrated. Think about how badly you drive when frustrated. Have you ever gotten in an accident when frustrated? There's a reason there's such a thing called road rage. I'm going to call myself out because my daughter thinks I have road rage when I get a little frustrated with slow drivers because where I live, they like to drive 10 miles or 10 kilometers an hour below the speed limit. Yeah, you already feel me, don't you? Anyways, I don't react like I used to where I would get really angry. Now, I just call them stupid and move on. I'm improving. It's a slow process. So in order to get to the shift, in order to change your mindset, it starts with your self-talk. It starts with your subconscious. You see, I realized in the last few weeks, as I've really been focusing on personal growth, that I tend to repress a lot of feelings of frustration. Why do we repress feelings? And how do we repress them when we're actively frustrated? Well, what I've seen is that for whatever reason, to keep our job, to not upset the family, to not be seen as evil or angry or online or in public, we repress the majority of our outward feelings and we let the darkness in. Think about it and tell me if it doesn't happen. It definitely happens to me when I don't want to make waves and I just bite my tongue, suck it in and push it down deep. I know some of you are shaking your heads going, yep, that's me. That's what I do. What happens when you repress these feelings? Well, they eventually come out and explode or they cause weird physical side effects. Some people get ulcers from stress. You know, not so much anymore now that people know that our ulcers are caused by stress and they have really good medications, but then other ailments have progressively gotten worse over the years, like back pain with no known cause. But, you know, if you repress all these feelings, they eventually do explode. I used to bottle things up until I just blew up angry for no reason. I'm glad I'm beyond that and have changed a lot since then. But what happens when you repress your feelings, your subconscious takes action and you start to get these reactions listed above for common frustrations. What are you supposed to do about it? First off, knowing that repression of feelings is happening allows the conscious to overcome the subconscious and you can make a different decision of what to do. A mindset change That's what you're working on. And the mindset change that you work on first is the self-talk to your subconscious. I started doing affirmations recently and it really helps to lift the negative self-talk out of my head. Why? Because when you do affirmations, you're speaking directly to your subconscious. You're literally speaking into the mirror to your brain. You may feel silly at first, but there's a reason they're advocated for by every guru, master, leader, influencer out there. And that reason is because they work at the subconscious level and you repeat them multiple times a day until your subconscious believes them. Best advice I've heard for affirmations is write them out 
and then speak them three times a day, morning, noon, and night, or anytime you have an opportunity to throughout the day. And they work because they talk to your brain at the subconscious level and they change the belief system in your head. What you believe about yourself. That's why self-talk is so important because most of us have a negative little Nancy sitting on our shoulder talking into our head and telling us how bad we are. Apologies to all Nancys. You know, this is my second podcast out of three about frustrations, so I think it's an important topic. I spoke about in my How to Properly Vent Your Frustrations podcast without hurting anybody, episode 23, I talked there about journaling. When you get the frustrations out of your head and on paper, you can see them in a different light. You take them out of your head, out of your body, and you put them on paper to either be destroyed or put away and closed away. You see, journaling really helps you to pull that negativity out of your head and then you do your affirmations to put the positive back inside. A third technique, which really works, is when you're frustrated, talk to a mentor, talk to a friend, vent, but don't vent and vent and vent and vent and vent and vent and rehash and vent and rehash and vent and rehash it. Do you get my point? Because then you're living, reliving the moment over and over and making the frustration have life. You're giving it life. Talk to a friend or mentor, vent, then pause and listen. Pause and let it go. Talking out loud can help you sort through your feelings and discern, help you to discern why whatever is happening or happened is upsetting you. Then you can discuss ways to overcome, change, and make plans. That's what happened last night. I sent one complaint vent to my mentor, followed by my I'm letting it go mantra. My mentor followed up with some good advice, and I listened, and my brain went from frustration to creating new ideas of what to do to improve in my next try. That's what I want for you. I want you to learn how to let your frustrations go and change your path. Change your mindset because mindset is everything. A mindset shift is what we're going for. So one final thing that helps is exercise. When you exercise, you build endorphins and feel-good hormones in your body. By having feel-good hormones and exercising, you blast those negative feelings away. The situation may not have changed, but your feelings about it can when you see when you use exercise as a method to get rid of negative feelings and change your mindset. So to recap, things you can do to fix it, i.e., when you see the symptoms developing, change by changing your self-talk. Acknowledge that your subconscious is sabotaging you. Journal to get the feelings out. Talk to a mentor or friend and let it go. Seriously, let it go. And finally, build up your mind and happy hormones with exercise. Do this and you won't feel lost or trapped in the cycle of negative response to frustrations. You have the opportunity, my friend, to make changes. 
Only you can make them. And they're simple steps. And they seem so simple, which is why most people don't do them. But if you take a chance, take the opportunity right now to do the things that I'm offering, you will change your life. You will change your mindset so that when you get frustrated, rather than stew about it, you can let it go and move on with your life. And that, my friends, is totally worth the effort. This is Todd Talks, and I'm helping you design your best life. Todd Talks are available on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Coming next week, I will have a couple of great amazing interviews. So I hope you look forward to that. And they're coming. I'm not going to give away the surprise of who and what, but I've got some good interviews next week. Have a blessed day.